your holy name tonight we honor you Jesus Lord you said that he that is a thirst let him come let him come to the waters and let him come and buy without price without money Oh, thank you for the provisions which you have made for our soul. Father, we thank you. And Father, we thank you for the, your mercies, the sure mercies of David, making sure that we are surrounded with waters, surrounded with bread from you. Father, we thank you. Lord, we repent tonight for not falling short of, the, of your table. Father, we repent tonight for not carrying the, the, the spirit of your feast. Father, we repent tonight for every way that we have neglected your bread. Father, we repent for every way we have neglected the, the fellowship of your spirit, the communion of your spirit. Father, we repent tonight for every way that we have not availed ourselves, Lord, to the provisions of the water and of the blood. We ask you have mercy upon our soul tonight. Have mercy upon us. Father, we pray that you will gather our hearts from all the places it has visited and all the places that it has traveled to, the countries, the distant places that has called our soul, our affection, our heart, that has made us journey far away. Father, thank you for the call of your table, the call that goes out to every soul, every heart, the call, the sound of the New Testament, which, you, which mercy always makes the sound. Father, thank you because of the nature of that sound. It's not dependent on the, on the worthiness of those souls who, who it seeks after. Thank you, Father, because of the, the spirit of your table. That is not for the strong. It's not for the mighty. It's not of him that will it, nor of him that run it. That is of you that showed mercy. Your table is a mercy table. It's a table of mercy that the qualified cannot sit at. 
Only them who mercy has raised to sit and to feed and to, to feast with you. Only such hearts, Lord, will enjoy that privilege. Lord, that's the spirit with which we come tonight, asking and praying, pleading, Lord, to that mercy within your heart, that you will have mercy upon us tonight in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord, for that our high priest Jesus, Lord Jesus, you have received this ministry for us. We ask that you will grant us to sit at your feet tonight. I pray for every heart, for the spirit of liberty to set every heart loose this, this night, I pray. Lord, I ask for that you will make war with every prevailing thought that's seeking for, Lord, there not to be a, a routine, an establishment of these things, Lord. Yeah. I pray, O oh Father, that you bring, begin to bring thought into captivity. Yes, you begin to arrest every counter-argument, Lord, against the expedient, the, the word which your Spirit has designed for this time. And for this season. Father, we thank you. I give all glory. Thank you for the supply of the Spirit tonight. And thank you, Lord, for the, the furnishing of hearts with joy. Through which we will draw waters out of the wells of salvation. Thank you, our Father. I, ask, I yield my vessel to you again. Lord, use it. Not that it's perfect to be used. But, Lord, by your mercy, you can, you can transform it for this moment. So that it can speak your word as you have it comfort for your people. Thank you, our Father. I give glory to your name. We bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good evening to everybody. Bless you. Amen. Let's just settle down. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Um, greetings to our brother, uh, Brother John and his wife from all the way from Calgary. Praise God. Yeah. Uh, amen. Thank you so much, sir, for coming. We've been we've been expecting you and waiting <laughs> for you. Thank God that you're here. Uh, praise the Lord. Amen. We we know we trust God that we'll be seeing a lot more of you. In the coming the coming weeks and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we bless your holy name. Praise God. Can you just minister to the Lord just a little more and just amen. Just pray. Thank you, Father. Glory to your name. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Let's open our Bibles to Praise God. Let's see Genesis first. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1, let's see, um, amen, <clears throat> let's see verse, verse 26, praise God, let's see. yes, verse 26, it says, and God said, let us make man in our image, and after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. And so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Now, verse 26, it says, God... God, so God said, let us, praise God. Um, God said, let us make man in our image, then after our likeness, praise God, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. And verse 27, then God created man in his image. So the Creation, like we're saying, we are separating between the creation and the complete thought which God had, which is in verse 26, which is to make man in their image. Praise God. And we're seeing that the creation of man is the beginning of the, of the, is the first step in that process to achieve what God wanted to do, to produce a man in their image. Now, praise God. And so verse 26 says, let them have dominion right, over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So when they have been made, then... Then you see that colon in verse 26. When they have been made in his image, then they will have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Then verse 27. God did something. He created Amen. Amen. He created, in verse 27, 
God created man in his image. That word creation, to me, I, I see that as creation is the, initi- is the initiation. Right, to create means to begin. To Most times, when, or the idea of creator, creation, or the act of creation, doesn't include, it's not, doesn't, it's not a fulfillment, it's the initialization. The beginning of a thing. Praise the Lord. So God did something here. He created and he blessed what he created. Do you see that? He, so he said, gave his intention. He said, let us make man. And he said, when we've made man, then a, a, a colon saying, well, this man who has been made, this is what he will, this will be the, the sign that he has been made. Praise God that he will have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Praise God. Amen. Now, it sounds very, very little to say, okay, wow. So, you mean that's how the image of God will manifest? That these things, or dominion over the fish of the sea, is God, (laughs) over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, so you mean that? Why didn't God say He will have, first of all have dominion? At least start from cherubs, yeah. right? He will have dominion over all the cherubs and over the seraphims, over every name that is named. Yeah. Praise God! Yeah. Before you even start talking about all these things, why is it just going into praise God? So He, but this was His, this was His the statement. This statement. Is powerful, and we will see that. Praise God! And so, so you know what God showed. He said, "Let us make man." He said, "Okay, when this man has been made, this is what he should be. He should do. He should, he should be of a stature and of a nature that has dominion over these things." Praise God! Then he went and he created. He he had spoken the intention. Then he went and he did the act of creation. Are you seeing that? So when he, when he comes to divide or separate between the act here and what he said. He said in verse 26 what the, the product should be. Then he acted in verse 27 and verse 28. Amen. In verse 27 he created them. In the image. So, man being made after the image is not the same thing as man being created in that image. The first thing is to create in the image. But there are more things about man that should make man complete. Praise God. To be fully in that image. Amen. So, and we know that the, the man that was created was the spirit man, right, which was created in that image, in the image of God, created in him. Male and female created he them. Praise God. And then verse 28, and God blessed them. So he created and then he blessed. Are you seeing that? And when he blessed, he said unto them, then be fruitful. So he's saying that this man, praise God, should go on to do these things. He now described the process 
that will get man to what he said in verse 26. Uh, praise God. So, to get man to verse tw- what he said in verse 26, which is what the made man should exhibit, or what the, make, the properties of the man who has been made in his image, he said that that man must, of course, he blessed the man. That man must handle the blessing and use the blessing until he becomes fruitful. Praise God. And then he multiplies. So, praise God. He said unto them, be fruitful. So that was saying to them was God putting a, it was putting a destiny in that spirit that he created, that you have actually been created for this. Yes, now the first thing he said was not a blessing because what to, he wants to bless does not exist yet. Yes, but even though it did not exist but he said it yes, as the nature of God. God will say a thing before he brings it to pass. Yes, Praise God. He will do what? He will say a thing before he does what? He brings it to pass. Amen. Amen. And so, God created man, and then God blessed him, and then said unto him, Be fruitful, multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't multiply until you are fruitful. Yes, sir. It's a process. It's a be fruitful and multiply. So, you be fruitful until you are multiplied. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Then after you've multiplied, then you replenish the earth. And after you've replenished the earth, you subdue it. Then when you have subdued it, then you have dominion. No, so you see that colon appeared again, right, before dominion. The same colon you saw in verse 26 before saying, let them have dominion. Are you seeing that? So in verse 28, we're seeing what things should happen before they ha- you have dominion. So, I think contrary to most of what we've believed, this dominion thing that, you know how many dominion messages have been preached from this place? That dominion thing, God, did, that they are speaking about here, to be honest, God did not give it to man at this time when he created the spirit of man. God did not give it to man at this time. God is just saying that if you can follow this process, it will result in this thing, this dominion. So, no, any soul that has not, any soul that comes to say, hey, I have dominion. How do you have dominion? God gave me dominion in Genesis chapter 1. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Then you <laughs> ask them some questions. <laughs> you ask them some questions. Have you been fruitful? Have you multiplied? Have you replenished the earth? Have you subdued it? If you've not done those parts, then your dominion is a lie. You don't have dominion. <laughs> <laughs> Praise. So this dominion here is not a an abstract. It's not an abstract spiritual intangible concept. It's a concept that that will manifest. It will. It's a, it's a spiritual thing, but it's a it's a spiritual thing that the way you know is there is that there will be a manifestation of it. And the manifestation of dominion, God tied it to the earth. Yeah. 
Praise God. Any dominion that has not manifested on the earth is not real. That in terms of, it's not real, it's not effective. But the the thing is, when we say earth now, that can be a bit, um, praise God, it can be a bit misunderstood when we talk about manifestation on the earth. Praise God. So, so it's very clear. It says, have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and then over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So that's the same thing that he said in verse 26. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and then over all the earth and then over all the, every creeping thing that creepeth upon what? The earth. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So to, to have this dominion over the fish now, the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and every living thing that moveth upon the earth, they are... They are actually the earth, right? They are the earth. So when you, like I was saying last time, that if you take these things and you can actually reduce them back to the earth. So the life, so when it says every living thing, the life that they are living, praise God, is actually a life that was taken from the earth. And you can, when it's time, you can reduce that life back to the earth completely, nothing left. Do you get that? Yes. In the book of Leviticus chapter 17, it was, it was speaking about the, the life of, the, of animals. Praise God. He said that the life of the flesh is in the blood. So when it's a living thing here, it's talking about the, the natural life of the things which is in their blood. Praise God. And the, the blood of these things are also, is also from the earth. Because every element in the blood is taken from where? From the earth. Praise God. Does that make sense to you? Does that make sense to you? Praise God. Now, when you look at this earth, go back. If you go back from from verse 1 of chapter 1, you see the Lord doing different things from the beginning on the earth. Now... Now, of course, we know after this verse 28, he goes down even into the botanical life and begins to speak about the herbs, the trees, and everything. So he includes every single form of life upon the earth. Praise God. Now, this earth that God created was, is is was created for the man that he put in the earth. Right, is created for the man that he put in the earth. Then that man is a spiritual man. In terms of he's a spiritual creature, he is not like. Even though he, when you see him, he looks like all the other animals, but he's not really like them. He's a different thing entirely from them. Praise God. So that man is a spirit. That is that God made, amen. amen. And that spirit 
is wearing, he has a soul, of course, praise God, and that soul is wearing the earth upon it. It's wearing the earth at, on it as a body. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, the, the earth is actually a place that God has designed for the spirit called man to carry out its life, to use Praise God. Hallelujah. And to carry out its life. Amen. Amen. Until it arrives at the image of God. So when God created the earth, God was creating a physical um sphere praise god that has the capacity to show to the capacity to bring or to show forth the manifestation of a spiritual dominion amen, amen. so now the earth is you know the earth is outward it's carnal it's physical amen but that physical outward carnal thing has utility in the spirit it is a the earth is a special i mean this physical this this earth you see is actually is a special product a special work spiritually when spirits see it, they are attracted to it. When spirits see it, they are amazed by it. They are interested in it. They are attracted to it because of the way it is designed. It's a, it's a spiritual design of God that, that any time a spirit sees earth, it sees a place where its inward life can, be, can find expression. Where its inward life can be demonstrated, there is an attraction that earth has to spiritual life. So this earth, when God, when God made it, and the devil came around and saw it, he couldn't resist it. He couldn't resist the earth. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Do you see that? It has the. The earth has, is, is so interesting. The earth is, it looks just dead and just, it, it, it seems insignificant, mm. but it's not insignificant. Yeah. 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 Imagine something that can, that a spirit can use, and depending on how the spirit uses it, mm. can, it can make the spirit increase mm. yeah. through the usage of the earth. Mm. It can. I mean, of course, we're talking about the spirit of man now. He can make the spirit to gain a higher import of life. Mm. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. The, the earth is actually a is actually a is powerful that it can what is done with the earth can can create pathways to it can create pathways into the the secret of God's nature the secret of the divine nature in other words, the secret nature that God is carrying, that God is keeping. You know that secret nature, you see, there are things about the nature the, that is lusted after. is a, a, a lust for spirits. Satan even lusted after it. Of course, you know, and that nature is deceptive, the way it looks like. Praise God. There's a way it looks like, on the, maybe on the outside. I, to me, I feel it's the, 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 maybe the outward appearance of the nature that can be lusted after. By spirits. Mm. And that's what Satan lost it after. That's why he didn't stay in his own place. He was looking for a higher thing. A higher place to go. Praise God. He was looking for a, a higher nature. He didn't stay in his estate. Praise the Lord. Now, but, so what, what makes the earth unique is that, praise God, and sometimes if you think about things deeply, um, without help of the spirit, you know, there are a lot of questions that the Bible answers that science cannot answer. Um, now, the reason why maybe majority of human beings haven't just gone crazy and just rebelled seriously about life and everything, or just giving up living, is because somehow they don't think deeply enough. Mm. If, you, if men think deeply, deeply enough, you realize that there are no answers to most things don't make sense. Life itself does not make sense. Mm you know science is a pretense that you know things make sense you know there's a way we can arrange things and the things are okay you know praise god the very the, the the life itself is a funny proposition i mean in terms of existence existence upon the earth praise god amen now but now thank god for the word of god that gives us um, true that give us the answer to these things. It, it gives us answers to subjects that science can't even begin to to gather themselves to ask questions about. Praise God Hallelujah. about the purpose of man, the the reason for life, the reason for the earth, the reason for this whole game. Praise God mm-hmm. that we are. You know, sometimes some people can just have moments where they just it just clicks on them that this thing doesn't make sense and they just check out. <laughs> Praise God. I will, I will be here wondering why did they check out? <laughs> you know? But you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't realize that you, st- you remaining here is the illogical thing. You are the one who's unreasonable. <laughs> the one who is, who is unreasonable, you just continue to just stay. You know the way the, the natural life goes? Without no hope, nothing. It's just wake up every morning, go out, come back, just come, let's do. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> Praise God. It's because we haven't, most people haven't sat down long enough to think about it. If not, more guys will be checking out <laughs> quickly. A lot of the, the, many of the guys who check out quickly are guys who have, you know, they've, they've set their goals in life, if I can be this. And then when they've arrived at the pinnacle of their attainment, there's nothing else to attain. What happened? Crisis, breakouts. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
What happened? Christ is what? You see a human being is having a problem. What is the problem? Sure, you have money. Sure, you have everything. What are you looking for? There's just problem. Why? Crisis of existence. Are you getting me? It's because man is more than man is more than just this this sphere. Man has a purpose beyond this sphere, beyond this material universe that we are living in. Praise the Lord. So, so, so you find that, amen. Um, so the scripture is, thank God for the light of God, the spirit of God, amen, amen, that is interpreting the essence of life, interpreting the essence of existence to man. You know, sometimes when you... The, the devil can diminish the the importance of spiritual reality, yeah. and that's what the, the, he does through things. Praise God! And with our soul, we take a journey very far away, yeah. embedded into the meaning, meaningless life and meaningless mm-hmm. activities and pursuits and all that. Amen. But it will take the grace of God to break through, and then bring you back again. Mm-hmm. Praise God! Hallelujah. And I pray that that, that the Lord will help establish us. Amen. In our in and settle us in the reality which the Spirit is making even clearer and clearer to us by revelation every day. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, so the earth is um, the earth is actually a um, the earth is not the the final point of man. Praise God. The end is the the earth is a utility place. Is, is a place that God wants to use, eh? God wants to use. The, the real purpose of man is to come, to b- b- come into the image yes, of God. Yeah. Uh, am I, do you agree? Yes, it, Paul said that in Romans, right? For, that those who he foreknew, he predestined mm-hmm. to be conformed to the image of his son. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That, that image of his son. He said that those who he, he predestined, he had what? Those who for you he called, those who he called he did what? Justified, those who justified and he did what? Glorified, praise God. So that glorification is the end of, is the arrival at this image. Because image and glory are twins. Praise God. So that being conformed to the image of his son is the same thing as being glorified. Means that you have attained the image that bears his glory. Praise God. Are, are you saying so? The entire journey of man is for the acquisition of an image. It's the acquisition of an image. This the is the progressive increase, pro- progressive inheritance of the soul. You see that soul inside of man is what this whole earth is meant to interact with. Praise God. And through interaction with the earth, man is supposed to gain a state of inheritance spiritually. So it means that there are, and this is something that's very clear spiritually, all the evil spirit, they know it. Amen. Satan knows it. The angels, they know it. Praise God. It's only man who doesn't know. Everybody, God knows it. Everybody knows it. They know that this earth, the way this earth is, that the earth creates pathways into spiritual inheritance for his soul. is a pathway into inheritance. The earth is a design that is a design that they, they give to a man. You know, men 
wear it. Now, there are angels, I bet you, there are angels who, if it's possible to exchange their own body for your own, they will take it. Do you, I don't know if I, you might not agree no. that if it's possible to exchange it, yes. do you know why they will take it? They will know that any man who, who wears body mm. is an owner, is a, has a rightful, is a rightful player mm. on the earth. Yeah. And if, it means that the earth can respond to you because you have a body, mm. the earth can avail its, yeah. its secret utility yes, to you. Yes, and if you can get that utility, it means you can gain access. Yeah. So that, that you, see, you now see why only men that has that ability to, in, to change estate in the spirit, in terms of their soul, to change estate in their soul is given to men. Why? Because man, he has something specific. The, the, the house they give to him yeah. has this particular characteristic yeah. of it. So when you see earth, earth is just a wisdom product of God. Is a, the earth is a mysterious wisdom product mm. of God. Earth is not nothing. Mm. It's not. If earth is nothing, you all these evil spirits, they won't be here. Yeah. Are you getting me? Mm. Yeah. All the demons that are troubling you, that are tempting you, that are... Praise God. Mm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> when you go into the systems of the earth, praise God. All, when you go to where they are digging oil, they are, the spirit, spirits are there. Go to where they are mining, spirits are there. Go to high-tech spirits are there. Anything, anywhere. Oh, spirits are here. Spirits that should be in hell, they don't like hell. They are coming to this area. Praise God. So, uh, the earth is not just a place where, if you're, where you just handle anyhow. Your life on the earth means every day you wake up, you're breathing. You, are, you check, you are in this body. You, are, you can do things. That's not something to... Your, none of your waking moments should be taken trivially. Because if you know, praise God, the, the utility of that moment, that every moment you spend in the body, if you know the utility, what it can purchase for you. Praise the Lord. Are you seeing that? Yeah. So, so the earth is... In, now, when you say earth, that broad word called earth, you see how they described it. Let's see that verse 26 here. It says, Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that does what creepeth. Over all the earth, and then over every creeping thing that creepeth on the earth. Amen. Now, the reason why he mentioned these things is because these things here are the, they are the highest intelligence or organization of of earthly life or earthly wisdom. Praise God. The, now, the, are you seeing this fish here? It started with fish of the sea. Now, the amount of wisdom inside one fish Take the entire, all the technology of man, including mobile technology, praise God, what else do we have? Um, amen? Technology people, tell me. 
<laughs> in the chemical world, in the physics, physics world of physics, world of astrophysics, astrology, then of the devices. Okay, let's say all the inventions mm -hmm. and all the storage of of wisdoms in terms of what man's hand has produced. Yeah. Calculate everything together. It's not equal to the wisdom inside one fish. Mm. I see one, how one fish moves its tail. <laughs> Just one fish. Uh, do you agree with me? Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Do, you, do you agree with yes, me? Sir. It's not. Uh, so when you, when you see fish of the sea, you can say these are all these small things. That why, is, why is God talking about dominion in these terms? Mm. You know, this is what, when, you, when God made the earth at the beginning, this is what was there. Yeah. We are the ones who build houses, who build cars, who yeah. build skyscrapers, who build aeroplane that flies and, and everything we build we are always copying something that God did <laughs> when you see an aeroplane it looks like a bird that's flying but the problem is that sometimes it can fall from the sky <laughs> one engine two engines three engines will go off it will just land on so, praise God for it to make it move are you seeing See the way the ego glides and everything is synergy. We're not spoiling anything. We're not breaking anything. But to take one aeroplane from Calgary to here, you know what we have bombarded into the, the ozone layer. I just, I just, <laughs> but what that thing is trying to do, a bird does it effortlessly. We don't know how. It's just doing it. It's not polluting the environment. It's not, so we, and we've been studying for how long? Look at, we are still... At this point, you get what I'm trying yes, to say. Sir. Amen. Amen. So you see, all of our engineering, they are just trying to mimic all these things. Yes. What about the, this fish? What about the gills? Are you talking about the gills of a fish? Just live as it's going, it's converting water, extracting oxygen from water. Just one little. When you when you even frying the fish, this is the thing. What is in this thing that can convert? But if you tell man, go and build me a machine that converts, extracts oxygen. What will happen? They will go and bring one mighty something. And at the end, after it converts the oxygen, it has caused more damage to everywhere, the environment. Than, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the one tiny gill of a fish is getting, all, getting that done. We don't know how. Praise I'm give, These are examples. So when they say earth now, am I correct? Yes, the, when they say fish of the sea, fowl of the air. They are showing you domains of yeah. works yeah. on the earth. Yeah. Do you, are you getting me? They are showing you domains of what? So, so it's very clear that so somebody, for example, who spent his whole life studying maybe um, biology or maybe studying fishes. Let's say he's studying fishes. And his whole life he is learning now, if he's learning it, it means that he doesn't have dominion over it. In other words, he doesn't have the information. Yeah. Let me not use the word dominion. Yeah. He, doesn't have the, he doesn't have the information of that learning. Yeah. Are, are you getting me? When, so when he's studying now, when he's studying the fish, the way the fish is moving, there, there are things he might know about it. When he studied the anatomy and all of that, but 
that thing he studies has very little to do with the program of the fish. Yeah. Means that the program in the fish is, very, is way higher than, than him. So when, they are, when, they, when the Lord is saying this, let him have dominion over fish of the sea, over the fowl of the over the cattle, what he's telling you is this. That don't think about this as a man can go and catch fish and eat it. Or, or that, that's not dominion. What the, what the Lord is saying here is that, is that a man would have arisen beyond the wisdom that is buried in the earth. The wisdom that is distributed in the earth. You now realize that that fish that is so elusive to, to in order that's so difficult to understand, it is still all earth. You know what? There's not, it's not spiritual. Are you getting me? It's still all of what? It's still all of the earth. And so all of man's learning on the earth, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All of man's learning on the earth is can be summarized into all of these things that he mentioned here if you in this verse 26 fish of the sea fowl of the air so mean things that swim in the water things that fly in the air then things that walk on the ground praise god those are the main places where they put wisdom you can go into the botanical life as well which he mentioned later on so the earth that was prepared for man these are the this is the wisdom and the organization that was present that God put in that place. Are you getting me? Now, all of these things, initially when God put Adam there, all of these things is where his life was around. You know when he came in chapter 2, he, his, his dealings were with those things. Right? He said there was no man to till the ground. It means that God just put the seed in the ground. And, so, and Adam began to relate with them. So, you know, Adam began to relate with seeds, not with trees. Right? Like, praise God. Because there was no man to till the ground because rain hasn't fallen. And then God created man. Then God now planted a garden eastward in Eden. means that it's possible that when Adam woke up, there was nothing green around. That he had to do some things. Praise God. To now, to, to now begin to see the growth of the botanical life and all of those things. Praise God. <clears throat> now, now, that initial natural place where Adam was, before any engineering of man came into place, you saw the first engineering of man was when he cut the figs and tried to use it. That was the first time man tried to interfere with how the earth was to produce some kind of technological thing that was not out of part of the original design that God made initially. Praise God. So that was the beginning of the enterprise of man upon the earth. Do you agree with me? Yes, sir. So before then, so let's see that picture of before that. Now when that happened, of course, 
the way we now began to see man began to evolve from that point was after with a, with a wisdom which God did not give. The wisdom which he got from... Let's see that in chapter 3. Let's read that again. <coughs> Amen. Amen. Chapter 3, verse, um, verse 6. He says, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food... We saw this last time, right? So, and then it was pleasant to the eyes, right? And a tree to be desired to make what? One wise... Okay, now, you're, we are looking at this is pre-fall of man, or this is the pre-enterprise, or pre-technology. Yeah, praise God, this is pre-technology. In the pre-technology world, trees, botanical life, had two main uses that we can understand now, but one additional use which we don't see now because we don't see such trees who can give that utility yeah. anymore. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. But tree, now if you say what's the tree used for you, now begin to tell me all kinds of things to build a house, to praise God, to wear, make clothes, right? Yes, now cutting, yeah. all of that. Are <laughs> you getting me? All the things we use trees for now, the many, 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 many things. To me, all of those things are abuses of trees. Amen. But when you're going back to the pre-fallen world, before, when you see those green vegetation, they are used for two things. That they are pleasant to the eyes, which is the horticultural part of it, the flowery plants. Now God made them, some he gave, dressed them with colors, different kind of colors, naturally to serve that purpose of being pleasant to the eyes. And the second one is being good for food. Those were the two purposes. So, but there is another one which is a, a strange one to us, but which existed in Eden before the fall. That means what trees are today, it's not all about trees that God created. That there is another ability of, of certain trees, like we see the example here, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we also know that the tree of life can do that. Based on other things, the Bible... Now, you know, most of the revelation about the tree of life is in, it's not in Genesis. You know, people try to summarize things about the tree of life just from Genesis. But <laughs> the, the Genesis does not speak too much about the tree of life. It just mentions it. it just, and the tree of life, and then good and evil. And then they now spoke more about the good and, good and evil because that's where man was tempted. It's other parts of the scripture that speak more about the tree of life. But based on other parts of the scripture, you now know that the tree of life is also a tree that can make one wise. Praise God. And I was saying last time that it is possible that those, are not the, those two trees are not the only trees that could make one wise. It's possible that that is a, a property of trees in that, at that time, in that garden. Because that garden is the place. So what is the garden? The garden is where he put man. And he planted a, a garden eastward, in terms of the earth, eastward in Eden. And there he put man, whom he had formed. And when he put man there whom he had formed, of course, the reason why he put man there is that 
man should exercise his blessedness and to become fruitful in that place and to multiply in that place and to replenish and subdue and have dominion means that in that place the the way he designed the environment of that place praise the lord was such that there are things there that can make it happen and i I said i was saying it before that that botanical life (laughs) you get me is was special because of it has nature that are useful spiritually the planted nature the nature that cannot get angry and offended that doesn't respond to things around it the nature that is faithful to the content of the seed and will give the content of the seed praise god are you getting what i'm saying so such things in, in that garden was the environment where god designed that Man can easily access spiritual things mm-hmm. through natural things. Yes. Are you getting me? Yes, Imagine that, that through a tree, man was supposed to grow up. Mm. Are you getting me? By, by the way he was, the, the way of that tree of life. Mm. Are you, like the way the Lord now, at the end, his Bible says that he put a cherub, the let man put his hand into the tree of, uh, of life and live forever. Mm. So he put a, a flaming sword and cherubims to guard the way into the tree of life. Praise God. Now, now you see, that, those, that environment in Eden, amen, amen, the environment in Eden was, was very, very close to the, in terms of the, sorry, the, the botanical life there amen Amen. now two things that we notice from eden we notice that that is different from the world that we know now is this aspect about the nature of the kind of trees that are there Mm -hmm. right that's one then there's another thing that was different is the there was another animal there in that world that is absent from this world We saw that too. So not just in the botanical aspect. We now see there's another animal called serpent. That serpent in that world is not serpent in this world. Serpent in that world, certain things we know about serpent, it could, he could speak. It's an animal that can speak. It's an animal who has thinking f- faculty that can converse. And it's like man, but not man. Now, you know that in biology, that animal is absent. Mm, yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. In different traits, in terms of maybe walking on two feet, standing erect, you, go into, you, move, you get to the primates, mm-hmm. the chief primates, and you stop there. Mm-hmm. In terms of being able to speak, certain animals, like the parrot, mm-hmm. can speak. The closest, it stops there. Mm-hmm. Are you getting me? Mm-hmm. So... But there's an animal who incorporated those things and was close to man mm. and had, yes, the serpent. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus.
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, the praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So, in verse 5 here, So the devil did two things. The devil infiltrated the earth where God put his own tree. He planted his own seed. Mm. I don't know what he must have planted the seed there before Adam came. Mm. So that when the water came, everything, they both grew, to, grew together. Then when it was time, he possessed the serpent. So that those things can tempt man. Who tempt man? The serpent mm. and the tree. Mm. There were, it was two, mm. two operations. Mm. Men had two friends. He had the, the trees and the animals. They are two, mm. two of the... Are you getting what I'm saying? Mm. That operation was twi- was twain. Mm. Was... Mm. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Because the woman, when he spoke to her, then she looked at the tree. So he ministered to her. The tree ministered to her. That sealed the day for her. Right? So she said that, let's see verse 6. And so he first spoke in verse, in verse what? Verse 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. Right? That's after she told the Praise God. Verse 1, he said, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? The woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Let ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. But God know that but God doth know that in the day in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And so you shall be as gods, doing what? Knowing good and evil. And then when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, one, and it was pleasant to the eyes, two, and then a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did what? Eat. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. Praise the Lord. Are you seeing that? So, 
this um, tree had that property to make one wise. To make one wise. Praise God. To make one what? Wise. Now, now when, when the... Amen. Amen. What we have now on the earth when it comes to trees and all that, they are of, they are little, they, I know that they are not the same kind of trees they were before. And I, there are many reasons why I can give you. Number one, when God came and he saw what they had done, he told them that what you have done has impacted the earth. Because now, cost is the ground for your sake. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily God cursing the ground. Yeah, He's just telling them that what you have done has affected the ground. Yeah. Right? That, and said that only thorns and pistols will it what? Bring, it will bring forth to you. That word thorns and thistles means that, will it bring forth? means of its own accord. It won't bring forth. <laughs> Good things, mm. but if you just leave a ground uncultivated, mm. natural normally, yeah. what it will bring forth are thorns and thistles. Mm. But if you want to eat bread from it, it will be out of the sweat of your brows. Mm. Praise God. Mm. What, what verse is that? Let's see. Verse what? 17. Verse seventeen. Amen. Amen. Okay, he said, and unto Adam he said, Be, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. He says, In sorrow will you what? Eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns and also thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the what? Of the field. He said, In the sweat of thy face, Shall thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground, for out of it was thou taken, and, and for, for dust thou art, and unto dust shall thou, shall thou return. Praise God. Now, this curse here, when God says, Cursed is the ground for your sake. The ground for your sake, sorry, I don't, I, I don't want to offend anybody, but that thing which he got called curse, which he didn't necessarily curse. He's just telling you it's for your sake because of what you've done. You've brought a curse. What, he, what he's saying that you've brought a curse on the, on the earth. Yes, sir. Right, and you can't separate that thing from your own body, yes, sir. the one that you are wearing. In fact, he even went further to explain that when it will, you will be fighting with it until it's time for you to return back to it because that is what you are. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so there was a great difference. The main case I'm just trying to show from here is that the earth that we have now, right, is not the, is not, doesn't have the original 
design mm. that God created to naturally make a man grow. Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. When God made Adam, the mm. earth that God gave to Adam, yeah. without any external influence, yeah. just living with that earth, yeah. its natural trajectory yeah. is to attain eternal life. Yeah. That would have been his natural trajectory if you had just left him with the earth. Yeah. But now, that trajectory, does nothing does not work anymore. Mm. <laughs> and we saw that began to manifest after they left Eden mm. from chapter 5 of Genesis. Mm. You now saw that man now began to live, but not with the program of Genesis chapter 1, mm. verse 28. Okay. It was a, it, we saw a different program began to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. That Man was not being fruitful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man did not multiply. Praise mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Man was not being fruitful, and man did not what was not multiplying. Praise God. And because of that, he could not replenish the earth, and he could not subdue. Rather, what was happening to him? The storage of life in him was diminishing. Yeah. Instead of subduing the earth, the earth was subduing him. <laughs> the earth was subduing, subduing man, right? Instead of man to use the earth, the earth was now using man. After using man, then he will pay man for your service. <laughs> Thank you for your service. Wages of sin. Take your wages. Take your, your wages. Amen. Man was now being led. Leading unto condemnation. According to Romans chapter 8. You walk in according to the flesh. Praise God. So you see right from Genesis. Right. The because man was wearing the earth, there's nothing that man could do. The Mm. earth was was stealing from man. Mm. Right? Because now that earth has been charged, has been possessed with a wisdom, like I was saying last time. Like there was something that that entered into the earth and stuck on the earth. Right? The earth, the earth carried a curse. It's a curse. Amen. It's a curse. Praise God. It's a curse that the earth carries. That curse, the sign of curse, sign, curse behaves like blessing. They yeah. behave the yeah. same way. Yeah. When you hear curse, curse doesn't mean that someone went to swear for you in your village. No, <laughs> no that's not what the curse is. A curse means something that makes you not behave how you should behave. Yeah. It's power. Yeah. Curse is a power. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And one of the, the, the nature of curse is preaching. Mm. That's the same way nature of blessing is. Yeah. Blessing is to 
What blessing wants to do to you, first of all, is to feed you. That's what blessing. A blessed person is a feeding person. So what the curse wants to do is to feed you, train you. Curse is a way of training. The, the curse life is a life of training. A fresh tutelage. A new tutelage. A new training. So the curse began to reculture civilization. Reculture men entirely after a different order upon the earth. Uh, do you see that now? One of the, the main thing that was lost to me, I feel one of the great the great thing that was lost in Eden was blessing. Do you agree with that? One of the main thing that was lost was blessing. Blessing was lost, and a curse came. Blessing was lost. A curse came. Blessing was lost. A curse came. So when you saw Adam, Adam walking out of Eden, even though he still had his formation, but he was no longer a blessed man. He was no longer a blessed man. <laughs> it's a blessed man is the one who is authorized to feed. That's what the blessing, the, the blessing quickens you to eat. When the, that's why this tree, that tree of life, they, must, they have to shut it up. That this man, a cursed man, cannot eat this tree. Yeah. And of course, you know, that, that, that blessing was the, the, the right to the blessing hinged upon his spirit man. Do you agree? Yeah. That spirit man of Adam, which died. Mm-hmm. When that spirit man died, the, the, the one who God spoke to in chapter 1 was no longer there. He has gone. So he's no longer a carrier of the, of the authority. He no longer has, has a right to, the, to blessed living. Yeah. 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 He no longer, and if a soul does not have access to blessed living, to blessing, this, there's no ability for increase. Mm. Means you, the, what causes fruitfulness yes, is increase. Mm. You must increase until you become fruitful. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so Adam no longer had the ability to increase now. Mm. All he had was the ability to decrease. Yes. Because of, he was living around the curse. He was wearing the curse. A cursed thing upon him. That earth that was cursed... For his sake, he was actually also wearing it yeah. on, his, on him. And, and that it had a preacher inside of him. That thing was preaching unto him. Amen. It was preaching to him. He, he waged war against that, the, 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 the sermon of the curse. The lure of the cursed life. Amen. He gave birth to two children, Abel and Cain. One of them was constantly hearing, constantly hearing, constantly hearing, constantly hearing. Who was speaking to, to Cain? You didn't realize who was speaking to Cain. Praise God. Amen. We, know, we saw that sin was knocking at his door. That's what the Bible says. That sin. Where was it? When you say door, what door? Which door is it? The heart. That's where the door is now. Who was knocking on that door? Where was the knocking coming from? 
it is what it is what he has taken in the seed which he ate a spiritual a fruit which he ate which hung in the on the body so you now realize and of course it's not just the body you now realize that what was knocking it was later we now figured out what had been knocking on Cain's door that is called that the, all the time it was the ground that was speaking to him. Yes. How do you know? You have to now check what he went to do yes, sir. after he replied God yeah. and went away. Yeah. Yes, sir. He went to what was calling him. And that's the same thing as calling men, eh? That's one thing that calls us every day, every night. Praise God. Verse 16 of chapter 4. It says, And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord, right? And dwelt in the land of Nod, on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch, and he builded a city, and called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. Amen. Then he saw, he just began to Reproduce and reproduce and reproduce, praise God. Mm-hmm. And um, praise God. Hallelujah. And he went to build. So Cain was a, was a builder. He became a builder of cities. Mm-hmm. Now, you know the the, manifest, the the manifestation of the curse, how the curse. When you know that there is a curse at work here, this is how the, you this, you the, the, you discern the curse. This is how the curse manifests. The curse manifests in the the desire to build a thing on the earth. Desire to build. To build things mm. from the earth. Mm. To build mm. things mm. on the earth. Mm. The desire to do what? Build. To build things. To build things on the earth. To establish things on mm. the earth. Mm. In other words, what I mean, it doesn't mean that in your life, things will not be built. I just mean that this is your end goal. That when you, you, are, you have a thought that, check that thought, you're building things, and that building of something on the earth is the end of that thought. Do you agree? You know, on the earth, God can use the earth, building structures, 
Sometimes if God wants to achieve something, he can have something be built on the earth. Like if the church, for example, can be a physical organization, which is a church which God wants to use. Praise God. God can even say, go and build a church building. Of course, because a church has to be in a house. Amen. Are you, are you getting me? So I'm not saying that building everything. So let's not build church now because it's a, it's a sign of a cause. No. Now, if you go and build a church building for the sake of a church building, that's a cursed activity. No matter how big the signboard you put or anything you put is, you are, this is just, it is a cursed operation to build a thing just for the sake of it on the earth. Do you, do you agree with yes, me? Sir. Now, that thing is the definition of sin, sinful life. Sin, sin, sin. Say sin. 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 That's the, the manifestation of sin is a man's tangent towards... When a man puts pressure on the earth to deliver to him what God did not design, design for him to, to receive from the earth. Are you getting me? Mm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What God should not, what he should not design to, to receive from the, from the earth. Praise God. Hallelujah. Which is safety, security, hope, mm. your future, mm. your, your whole life, mm. your, mm. your, your security. Mm. Are you seeing all those things? Yes, sir. Those things are the promises of the earth. Mm to a man that is the sign of the, of a of a cursed soul a soul that is relating and living according to the cursed pattern is a soul who is seeking to raise up the earth into a shelter into an abode into a place of safety into a place of security who marks achievement on the earth as an achievement in his soul, who marks it on the inside of it, of his heart. Are you getting me? That's the life of a cursed man. A man who places value on earthly things. A soul that places value on things that pass away. Things that will pass away. Things that are subject to corruption. Praise the Lord. Well, can you tell me what a blessed life is? A blessed man. There's no, I don't see a more accurate definition of a blessed life or a blessed man than that Psalm chapter 1. It's just, it's so accurate. It just fully defines blessedness for you. Who walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standing in the way of sin, nor sit in the seat of the sun. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord? The Lord as he meditate shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters. That what? It will bring forth its fruit. Season. His leaves will not wither. Whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So that, that man, of course, is the man who is able to fulfill that. When you now move into the even that chapter 2, you now begin to see some 
more of the qualities of blessedness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, so you see this, this thing of blessing, that was one thing that left the earth. Yeah. It, was, it was hard to find for souls to find the blessed living. It was hard for souls to find what? Blessed, blessed living. Blessed living. Mm. Now, there were men who were able to carry out from out of Eden. They were able to find access into the presence. You know, although the, the presence didn't stay in Eden. The presence left Eden and was around them. That word presence it was actually a, pro, a or the faces of Yahweh was the provision of safety. Mm. And, but it was a, a provision of safety around them. It couldn't create what the blessedness could do because they are dead spirits. So, but it could outwardly help. That's why you see some guys like Enoch who could... Someone like Enoch, for example, right from when he was young, if you check the way they were giving birth, you give birth to one child, you wait. That child will grow up and become maybe like 50, 60, 70 before he gives birth again. Why? Because of carefulness. Now, before he went to 70, what was he doing? Why didn't he give birth? What was he doing between that time? It was, was going under, it was under preservation. Before he, before he even now ventures out on his own, has a wife, has kids, before they let him go. Imagine an old man of 70. Something. Means that between that time, he was still under the, the parent, yes. being sheltered. Why? Because the parent knows that if we let this one go and expose him to the earth, that is it. Mm. So they develop, they develop the soul and shelter the soul under the presence. Yes. That presence is what Abel had, the presence. Mm-hmm. Seth must have had the presence. Mm-hmm. Enos must have had the presence. What the presence could do is it slowed down the rate of corruption. When Cain left the presence, corruption accelerated. And nothing like waiting to give birth, just shooting them out quickly. Praise God. He was giving forth seed of spring to corruption for training. Praise God. To sin, Cain was giving forth out of springs for sin. To train them. So sin had many, many offsprings to use. Yeah. As our sin was able to craft in a very short time, those daughters of men yeah. who were, <laughs> praise God, because of abundance of seed that was given to yeah. sin to use. <clears throat> praise God. <clears throat> but so you see that, so that, that idea of blessing, that was, that was one of God's, 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 that God was now thinking, okay, now, man is in this situation. His spirit is dead. It means that it's hard to surround him. And it's hard to, to connect him to do what? To, to bless him. It's hard to, to connect him to, to bless him. Amen. Amen. So, right after this whole thing happened, God was, had been looking for a, something in his mind. He has been looking for an entry point where he can introduce blessings back to the earth. And God f- sought for that until he found a man called Abraham. 
Abraham was the man who God used to introduce blessing back to the earth. Paul wrote about it. Paul confirmed it in Galatians chapter 3. said, in you shall all nations of the earth be blessed. Is the scripture foreseen that you will justify the healing through faith. First preach the gospel unto Abraham, saying, Galatians 3, am I correct? Yes, sir. What verse is that? What does verse 8 say? Do you see that? What was the gospel he preached to Abraham? Say it. It's there. Saying, in thee shall. Simple. That was a simple gospel. So, the news that God had in his heart the whole time that he was looking for a man to receive was just that simple phrase there. That indeed shall all nations of the earth be blessed. That was all. That was the gospel. The gospel means news. That was his, the news that he was carrying for a long time. After the righteous seed had, dip, had diminished in chapter verse 6 of, of Genesis, when he repented him that he made man on the earth. Chapter 6 of Genesis, when man too had become flesh, means that that, that breed and lineage that were using the presence to try and sustain and their little life that they had, after a while, they too had fallen. Amen? Amen. Amen. Then sin began to win, and after they got to the Tower of Babel, <laughs> praise God, which were, they were to finish all their exploit mm-hmm. on the ground, on the earth. You know, that was a manifestation of... Yeah. You know, by that time, their heart has grown strong yeah. with sin. Yeah. What is it? You can see how sin manifested in Tower of Babel, eh? Mm-hmm. After those guys had become... They had done a lot over time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Until they got to a point where nothing can stop us from anything that we want to achieve. And God knew that. You see these guys here, nothing can stop them from anything that they want to achieve. And the manifestation of sin was in the, in the raising of structures out of the earth. Those things were not ordinary. Yes. When you think of the Tower of Babel, I don't know what kind of... It's possible that that thing they were building is more sophisticated than any technology we have today. Because, you know, even that one was a post-flood world, right? You know, the pre-flood world, we know what must have been something else entirely. We don't know what kind of technology was there. But even after the flood, 
because men were still together yeah. in, inwardly. Yeah. So imagine, combine the wisdom of the Chinese man and the wisdom of the, the white man and the wisdom of the African man and everything. They are, they, they, they are mixing together inside one soul. Then they gather together and are, are doing something. Are yeah. you getting what I'm saying? Yes, That's how those men were. Yeah. <laughs> so when you think of Tarababe, don't think of one archaic something. There were things, though. Oh. I ask you, how was the pyramid of Egypt built? Have you seen those pyramids before? Just one block of it. Were there tractors? How did they carry? How did they line up those things? <laughs> Today is a wonder of the world. Nobody can explain how they, it beats any logic. It, and of course, we know way before anything like a tractor, caterpillar yeah. was invented, yes, men did those things. How did they do it? Mm. Means there were technologies on the earth yes, wow. before. Yeah. You don't know when those pyramids dated back to it. Probably it could have dated back to the time when men were still together. Mm. Um, right? That's, mm. That season when they hadn't, God hadn't separated mm. the. Man. So you know when God separated man into tribes, and you separated them also with their, their natural abilities, the skills that they have on the inside, the skills of construction, abilities that they had, it was no longer together. They separated them. Praise God. <clears throat> so, so later, after that, God now found a man called Abraham. And through Abraham, God now said, okay, we will begin a way. We found a way to introduce blessing back to the earth. Blessing was introduced back to the earth. You know, Right from Abraham, that's when they now brought back the concept of blessing started. You know, so the idea of Abraham, you know, you hardly see where an Adam blessed Abel or Abel blessed Seth lay hands on him mm. to confess something. Mm. That thing was not happening mm. at that time. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah. But when Abraham came on the scene, the first time he saw was when he met Melchizedek. Mm. Mm. And praise God, am I correct? Yes, sir. He brought bread and wine. And he blessed him. He said, blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, the, the possessor of the heaven and earth. So Abraham was a man who... You know, God did not start with blessing him, eh? God had to lead him first. Yes. Find, God was finding, okay, what kind of man can we, can we can be the, the bearer? Can we preach this gospel to? He has to be a faith man. 
So you now see that faith is the beginning of blessing. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Faith is the what? The, the beginning, beginning of blessing. blessing. Yes. See that little faith you used to get born again. Hmm. That was the that was the initiator. The initiator. The initiation. What God found in Abraham was a man who can start from the scratch, start from the basics, who you can give basic instruction to. What's the basic instruction? Leave your father's house. Come out from your own kindred, your nation. Praise God. Come to a land that I will show you. Come to a land that I will show you. To separate Abraham from that place is not a normal kind of thing. No. In fact, I've seen all kind of stories about, about it. I read something, I think there's some Jewish literature that tried to explain the story that Abraham's father was an idol worshiper and all that. And... I don't know. At some point, Abraham got angry with the idol and broke them or something. <laughs> praise God. Hallelujah. In all of the Chaldeans, praise God. And so, but Abraham obeyed God. Now, you saw from the beginning the attitude of faith. Faith is a powerful thing. Faith is a force that detaches men from the glue, super glue of the earth. Mm. That first, that, you know, man, sin instructs man. What sin does is it requires man's pattern of thinking. Always mm. think about the ground, 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 mm. earth, earth, here, here, yeah, now, yeah, no. natural, physical, yeah. physical, yeah. think physical. Mm-hmm. Every thought that comes to your mind, you must reduce it to how it profits you somehow physically. Yeah. That is a, is a training of sin. It's a cursed mind that tra- thinks that way. Mm-hmm. Praise God. But faith is the power that can defy the program, the, the way of thinking mm-hmm. that always ends on the ground mm-hmm. and ends on the earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, faith is, the, is a thought. Praise God. Say, mm-hmm. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Praise God. Faith is what can make a man look beyond his body, look beyond the present, and look beyond the immediate. Like making a man, Abraham, and he didn't go by himself. He took his family, he took his, even took his cousin, and, his, and their servants and everybody, and uprooted all of them. Amen. Amen. Based on just a word, a land that I will show you, that's faith. So God tried and tried, and God began to increase the level. <laughs> then He brought another program again about Him not having children the way others have children on the earth. You know what children do? Children, children. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Children are another mighty glue, eh? Gorilla glue. <laughs> <laughs> to what? <laughs> to the earth. Yes, let me advise you guys, everybody, if you don't have children yet, in your life, let faith come before children. <laughs> if faith does not come before children, <laughs> you know, because it's, it's through your child that you are established on the earth. Yeah. That is, is your, your child is where the record that you existed is, right? Your offspring. That's where your, that's where your signature on the earth is. Hey, right? So God made Abraham live on the earth for decades. No signature. That if he died today, there might be no record. <laughs> there might be no record that he was here. And men of those times, you know what that means to a man of that age? Mm. Of that time. I, I, just in order to reintroduce blessedness, we introduce blessing back to the head. Reintroduce blessing back to where? To the head. <clears throat> Thank you, Father. Thank you. So you know what the Lord introduced to Abraham is the is the way of faith. Now Abraham himself he didn't have like a living spirit, so he didn't like carry the blessing in that sense. Do you understand that? He didn't carry the blessing in that sense, but God found a way. What he found was that introduce a legacy in his lineage that will always have a space for that blessing to emerge. In other words, let us create, out of this man, let us create a people on the earth who have an heritage that is not just natural, like all the hidden nations. But that let the core of their heritage be spiritual. Now, I want to create a priestly nation out of them. It means a nation that they don't me- measure their success based on their GDP. Mm. While other nations are counting their blessing. Of course, the Jews were blessed as well. Yes, sir. But that's not the measure. In fact, God tied their natural blessing to their how well they are keeping the the law and the covenant what is that law that law is a school teacher paul said is a what you call a schoolmaster that should lead you to christ eventually so how will he lead you to christ is that is you have you have a space in in there praise god you have a space for the spiritual, yes, sir. unlike the nations, unlike the hidden nations mm. of the earth. So, if you ask me, what was that blessing that was being passed from Abraham to Isaac to Jacob? When when Abraham blessed, blessed Isaac, then Isaac blessed Jacob. What is that blessing really that they were confined? It was through laying on of hands. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Through laying on of hands, 
Then when they lay hands, you now see an operation of spirit mm. begins to happen around them. Mm. Do you get? Mm. <laughs> now you see that operation of spirit. That spirit that was that considered the blessing is not really, really. You can call it the blessing, but it is not the. It is not. Of course, it's not the real blessing. The real blessing came through Jesus. Mm-hmm. But that spirit was the spirit of the blessing. Mm-hmm. In other words, the spirit that... The spirit of the blessing was on the earth in that generation, in, yeah. the, in the lineage of Israel. Yeah. Praise God. And that, the purpose of the spirit of the blessing is always make sure that there is a conducive pattern. Are you getting me? That all the work that needs to be done to chart the cause for Christ to come should be in, must be in place. Now, now, do you know? Do you know that? <laughs> do you know that it's not? Now, you see that when you carry that blessing, that blessing will begin to control you. You know that. It will begin to control things around you. That's why not anybody must have a blessing. You know? That's why someone like Esau, thank God that Esau did not have the blessing. Even though you can say that Jacob supplanted and all, but that will tell you that that blessing, there's a way that blessing is. It's not that, ah, is this, oh, is this legally right? Did you supplant? The blessing doesn't care. Is that, praise God, the blessing was even happy that someone can fight for him. Imagine that Maybe they just um, Isaac just was maybe his eyes was open and everything. Who knows what that? Maybe it's even that blessing that ble- that blinded yeah. his eyes. Eh? Yeah. That, imagine his eyes was open and everything, and you know, say, okay, Esau, yeah, my son. Esau, say, can I help you, daddy? He said, there's something called blessing, you know, that I, I need to pass to you. <laughs> what is what is that? What will you do for me? Is there money involved? What is it? <laughs> right? Then, then Isaac will say, No, no, you are my firstborn by force. Take the blessing. <laughs> it won't. By the time he starts seeing the kind of thing that the blessing is. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's possible that if Esau had received that blessing, that blessing thing would have ended. He would have just. We would have shut him down on the earth. That program would have ended. There would have been no Jesus. He would have shut the program down because maybe there would have been no, no Joseph, eh? But they had to, but they had to be the, even the supplanting one. But he's crooked and all that, but he has value for the... He, he, he wants... He doesn't just want to have provision. Yeah. He likes the operation of things coming spiritually. Yeah. Things coming supernaturally. Yeah. He respects things that come from a different source yeah. than just yeah. natural yeah. living. Huh. Jacob, that's Jacob for you. When he came to Ephraim and Manasseh was, he was supposed to bless like this. The blessing shifted. This hand came like this. The other one like that. Because that blessing is, is choosing by itself. Where should I go? Which heart can, will, will do me? 
which heart will be interested. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Of course, it got to David, right? And and. You know, it was that spirit of the blessing that made Joseph to accept Mary. Wow. It was a culture. Wow. There was something about, about Joseph that he could accept his spiritual explanation. That wasn't normal, right? You think it was a normal thing for men in those days? Those men, those law, law guys. So you see that, that that blessing spirit, that thing was, even though there was the law, but it was it was something else yes. that it was a diff, of a different concoction, like the one that was upon David. You know, David was David was a king who was carrying the blessing. Yeah. Am I correct? Yeah. And when he got to his turn, he, he rearranged the priesthood and did it differently. Amen. Amen. In other words, he was, he, David had more insight into the, the spirit behind the law. You know, you know, he, he discovered that, thank God for the law, God gave us the law as an heritage and all of that. But you know, he discovered that there is, this law came from somebody. Mm-hmm. That there is a higher inten- intent yeah. behind the law. Yeah. You know, all of Israel and even most of Levi, to a great degree, they couldn't see just beyond the law. They mm-hmm. Their profession was around that that law mm-hmm. and praise God and the ordinances and the priesthood. But but David could see more than the law. David could see, David was a man after the heart of the man who gave the law. Right? He said, "I found a man after." He didn't say, "I found a man who loves the priesthood, who loves the heritage of Israel." He said, "I, I found a man after my after my heart, after my heart." Praise God. After my own heart. So the attitude of David was, David can sacrifice everything for the accuracy of the will of God upon the earth. And he's a man who could lead Israel in that manner. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. So all I'm just talking about is just trying to to show that, speak about this thing about the blessed life and the cursed life. So how do you know a soul that is blessed? What does the blessing do? The blessing preaches the spiritual. The blessing lures you. The way you... The way you when you when you are feeling pulled towards the spiritual, that's a sign that there's something blessed around. When you come meet a friend of a blessed person, 
you begin to like spiritual things. When you are a friend of someone who is not blessed, who has more of the curse in his life, you begin to think more about natural things. All of a sudden, you begin to have, hmm, what about the, hmm, the future? The, hmm. You begin to think about your prosperity, about your retirement. About, I'm not saying don't think about your retirement. I'm just saying, I'm giving examples. Praise God. All of, see, all of a sudden, the, the earth just becomes so important. Life here, your achievement here, just becomes all of a sudden so important. See, that feeling is a curse. That's how the curse feels. When the, the expediency of the present, of the natural life, it overblows, it makes it so important to you. And it can depress you, it can make you sad, it can make you crooked, it can make you lie, it can make you cheat, it can make you... Are you know what I'm saying? It's just the, the weight of the present. That's, what the, that's the preaching of the curse. Amen. Amen. So, so the, uh, the curse, when you say curse, curse means sin. They are the same thing. They are synonymous to each other. Right? So that's what I just mean sin. Sin means the curse. Sin means that that, that wrong program that was introduced into the earth. That began to t- drive the earth and began to use the earth. It's, it's what makes the earth, praise God, <clears throat> not naturally make man sin. It's that thing that has already hijacked the program of the earth, right? By earth now, you know what I mean. I'm talking of both your earth, which you are wearing, and everything else. Maybe you might not see it, but your job is an extension of your body. Your, your cares, the things that you do naturally, all, everything that's naturally expedient to you is an extension of your body. How, how do I know? Because all they are designed to cater to are things that affect your, your, your body. How many of you are, you are going to work so that your soul can be, can, can be, can be healthy? That's why your, your job is... But if you ask me, okay, what is the utility of your job in your life? You say, no, you, my job doesn't matter too much to my outward man. Um, praise God. The main purpose of my job is to increase me. Now, if, you're, now if you are redeeming it by the Spirit, it can be used. Are you getting me? I'm talking about the one that is not redeemed. Are you seeing that? Yes, Are you seeing that? Now, you, you can't escape earth. Yes, if, if you say you won't use the earth, <laughs> you, can, you won't appreciate. Because it's in this earth, that's what God, that's what earth was made for. And, and what God made the earth for must be fulfilled. Yes, in the end, the earth will do what the purpose for which it was made. Yes, in other words, what was the purpose? is to produce precious fruit that a husbandman awaited for. And that thing will happen. 
See, the husband man awaited for the, for the word precious fruit of the earth. And he had long patience for it. He was, he's been watching. The earth has been hijacked by spirits. The earth has been reprogrammed and re-empowered to preach the, a course and to drag men to a different direction. But there will be a time that men who have gained the wisdom to the, the Bible calls it to wit, the redemption of the body in the book of Romans. You will, and that's going to happen. And this is the season, and these are the kind of men that the word of righteousness is producing. The, a man who can take a job and turn a job into a salvation instrument. When jobs are, are killing people, a job can be saving a man. Why? Because of the uh, praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Why marriages are killing people? Marriage is saving some. Mm-hmm. You know, marriage has been. You know, you guys have gone to hell because they got married. That if they didn't get married, they would have gone to heaven. <laughs> I know that marriage thing. You know that marriage thing is not a spiritual. Um, it's not a spiritual institution, right? It's a, an earthly institution. It's a body institution. So marriage is also out of earth. Yes. It's an earth operation too, yeah. but it was supposed to be redemptive. Yes, sir. Yes, Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, there is... <clears throat> in order for the earth, praise God. Hallelujah. Because the earth must yield and increase. Yes. The earth must produce. Praise God. Hallelujah. That's one thing that we ought to do. Small, what's maybe we have given up? <laughs> oh, this life, eternal life, everlasting life, Ever, everlasting. Hey, everlasting life. So anyway, some of us are just giving up. Anywhere we can do it to just. Anywhere. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Some souls are losing heart. Why? Because of the the assault of what Satan has stored on the earth that the lamentation of Paul Romans chapter 7 lamentation no doubt lamentation was a lamentation of a man who had begun to who has received a law there's a law of his mind which had received the hope of salvation in his inward man, but then, but 
he now found another law in his members. Then at the end he cried, who will deliver me from this body of death? Oh, wretched man that I am. Praise the Lord. But there's a deliverance. There's a deliverance. The deliverance is to subject anything that is earth to you. Praise God. And all of us, you have your own earth that you are surrounded with. Right? Starting with your body. This is your first earth. Right? This is where you actually start from. Right? Then this one now extends into all the other earths around you. Your wife is part of your earth. Your husband is part of your earth. Your family, people you interact with. Anything you relate with in this present world is part of is earth that is part of the jurisdiction that you are responsible for. Mm. Yeah. responsible to do what? In presenting as a living sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It's part of what you should present as what? A living sacrifice. So either is this earth directly you are wearing or the one that is by extension. Like your job that's meant to cater to this one. Like your wife or your husband that is joined to this one, which is, the Bible even calls them the same. You are one flesh. You will, so shall a man depart from his father and his mother, and both shall become one flesh. So you are the same. And your children who are cut out of your flesh, who are also an extension, and your family, and your friends, and all the things, anything that has a bearing on your natural living, on the earth, they are all part of it. Praise God. As, as far as they are affecting how you, what you do, how you live on the earth, is part of it. Now, what you are supposed to do with it is subject it to the blessing. Subject it to what? To the Bring it under the message of the blessing. What is the blessing? The blessing is the part of the spirit. The way of the spirit. The leading of the spirit as Paul was answering it in chapter 8 of Romans. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. Because who walk not after the flesh, but who walk after the spirit? That was, who walk not after the curse, but after the blessing? Mm. Who are not living according to the message and the sermon of the curse, but who are living according to the revelation of the blessing, according to the words of the blessing, according to the message of the blessing, according to the news of the blessing? So the blessed life is the life that is led. A life that is charted according to the cause of the spirit. That is the, a blessed life. That is how you, the way you make your earth yield increase, that you must subject that earth to the way of the spirit, to the life of the spirit. Amen. Amen. So the earth must be subjected to where? 
to the cause of the Spirit, to the way of the Spirit, to the, to the life of the Spirit. Now, in that way of the Spirit, what Paul calls walking not after the flesh, but after the Spirit, in that cause of the Spirit, that's where you find blessing. The, the, the soul, the heart, and the mind, praise God, Hallelujah. amen, cooperating with the leading of the Spirit can open up the, the door to blessedness. Now, how, how will he do it? The soul will begin to grow till it becomes fruitful. When it becomes fruitful, it will multi- begin to multiply. That word multiplication means the, re- the, the increase at the same measure of the original. Is that right? Am I correct? The increase at the same measure of the original. Or multiplication means increase without diminishing. The program of multiplication means that it's an increase where the standard is not reducing. Now, that thing about multiplying and all that, that thing will fulfill a corporate, it will be fulfilled in a corporate way. It will also be fulfilled individually in terms of your individual soul. It's the individual fulfillment that will culminate in the corporate fulfillment. In the corporate fulfillment, you know, we know the the person who fulfills that is Christ. Right? Praise God. Hallelujah. Because Christ became fruitful. Yes, right? Yes, sir. He has become fruitful. Fruitfulness means fullness yes, sir. that Christ has had. Yes, sir. The, corporately, Christ is in the face of multiplication. Mm-hmm. Multiplication means how can he, be re, how can he re, replicate himself in many? Yes, and that will be fulfilled in the man-child company. When he has multiplied, the man child come is a company that has multiplied. Yes, I mean, the same thing has become many. Yes, then after they have multiplied, what will they do? They will replenish the earth. So that, take that thing that has multiplied. It's, uh, it's further, that's what the man child will begin to do. Mm-hmm. And subdue it. Mm-hmm. When you begin to rule all nations with the rod of iron. Praise God. Hallelujah. And then have dominion, of course, which will, which will be the eventual. But that's the, that's the corporate part of it. But I, I want to talk about multiplication on the inside of you. Multiplication on the inside of you. So you, you see that thing that will happen corporately needs to happen in you with your own earth. Yeah. With your body. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. It means that your soul needs to begin to increase, continue to increase and increase and increase and increase. Praise God. Hallelujah. Until the, the eventual place of increase is when that redemption of the body begins to occur. When... 
the earth is no longer yielded to the purposes of sin, yes, sir. but the earth is now yielded to the purposes of God. Yes, One is no longer yielded to the purposes of the flesh, yes, but is now yielded to the purposes of the spirit. Mm. Yes. That can happen, do you agree? Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Now, this dominion in the body, it involves the <clears throat> the transfer of life that's where the keys the transfer of life from within right from within from the inward man right the transfer of life from the inward man now that transfer Happens. Amen. Amen. That transfer happens in doses of fullness. It happens in in praise God. It happens in is an overflow. Every time there's a transfer of life from the from the soul. To the outward man is an overflow. There must be an increase that causes an overflow. An increase that causes an overflow. An increase that causes an overflow. Now, God, heaven, they are not directly pumping life into your your body because that's not the way to do it. Um, they can't do it like that. I mean, they can't. There's no. This is not a time of eating fruit anymore. Say, take the fruit of tree of life and you eat it, um, and then life will flow. <laughs> All those kind of things. Praise God. But now, is it, now the method is different. That was the reason why Jesus came. That's why they raised your spirit man. To so spirit man is the connector. To let's bring you back under the the atmosphere of the blessing. By virtue of how your spirit man, in fact, that spirit man is actually Christ yes, sir. himself. Amen. Amen. And because of what he has done, you have access. The soul has access to revelation. Revelation is how they install what? The life. 
on your inside. Mm -hmm. How they install life on the inward man. As revelation is coming, things are being revealed. Things are being revealed. The life is being unveiled to you spiritually. You are seeing that, of course, that life is not a natural life. Mm -hmm. It's a spiritual life. Means for every aspect, for everything Hmm. that you can use your body to do, there is a revelation yes. that can come into your inward man yes. that can travel and dictate what your outward man does. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, there's a way the, the, the Bible relays what God does. Now, God is a spirit, of course. He sees on the inside and all of that. Um, but every life that they put inside of you, inside your soul, <clears throat> there is the way that they, they mark it spiritually. Mm. Right? Like uh, in school, you've written an exam. You wrote it correctly. That thing doesn't really matter too much. Mm what is on the paper. Mm. It doesn't register as part of your academic achievement mm. until the, there's an evaluation of it. Yeah. And uh, they put that red pen ink on it. <laughs> and they put it into the system. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Now, the, that thing is um, the way heaven approves of development is by its manifestation in the body. Praise God. Yeah, this is one, one of the things that James was teaching about. You know, Paul taught it from one aspect. James taught it from another aspect. And theologists, they've been bo- you know, bo- yes, bumping their heads together yes, uh, in that th- praise area. Paul taught it from the from the inward, from where the, the fountain yes, of it, where it comes out from, which is the origins of faith, mm-hmm. which is the revelatory life and experience, mm. which on the inside originates everything. Mm, yes. It begins from that uh, faith life, which is what Paul taught that faith life perfectly. Yes, Praise the Lord. And, but then James was now saying, okay, all of you faith guys, there's just another aspect you need to understand because James was coming later in the season when there's more emphasis on raining. What is, when it, what is the season of raining? The season of raining is when they want to mark the report card. When things that you have been inheriting should begin to show in your body. And, and that time, when they say show in your body, not, it's not time to go, now let's go and do things, that, let's show that, look, it's not that. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, it's the end time. It's the time of the manifestation of the sons of God. Mm. Let us go and manifest now because we are sons of God. It's not that, it's not that kind of manifestation. Now, it is, mm. praise God, like I was saying before, the way that the, manif- the dominion in the body will happen, which is, it, it will happen, it will manifest, like Jesus, for example, it happened. Yes, sir. It was manifesting. Yes, sir. Before you began to even see manifestations of, of his life in his body. Praise God. Hallelujah. It took a long time. Yes, 
In fact, when those things manifested, the, the, the men before whom his life was manifesting, they had no clue what was even being manifested. Mm. It's, it's, it's us now who are reading by the eyes of the Spirit to see what Jesus did, mm-hmm. that now realize, whoa, this was actually a manifestation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, you know, a manifest, manifestation of the life is not the miracles. That was not the manifestation of his life. Like we were saying last time, how the proof of Jesus' everlasting nature was his endurance of Judas for how many? Three and a half years or so. Nobody can see that as a manifestation in the flesh. But every single morning that he wakes up, things, there is a manifestation of inward things in what he does in his body. In his feeling. When Judas says, good morning, Lord, how does the the earth, how does his earth react to him? Now, if <laughs> if Jesus is if Jesus is truly was revelation inside his soul. Praise God. Before he re- checked, you know how revelation is, you know how the way revelation can sit sometimes. It's in one back shelf somewhere inside of where you open the first layer, bring out the revelation and remind yourself of it. Praise God. The outward man has already finished. He, he has, the outward man has handled the situation. He has come back home and he's, he's resting. He's reminiscing on what, what happened. Praise God. Before the new one man even realized, oh, okay, okay, based on that message and the other scripture put together, this is how we ought to react in this situation. Amen. Are you getting me? Are, are you seeing that? So that's the difference between a revelation boy and a king. Jesus was not just a revelation boy who was learning scripture. Who he was a king. Who is a king? Is that the, the life of the spirit which came by revelation had already has traveled to his mortal body. Jesus is his feeling, his hormones, the chemical reaction of his body was loaded with life. Loaded. See, if you've not gotten to that level, you can't do charity. You cannot. Keep no account of wrong. Even when your, your mind is trying to keep to account of wrong, it's registered in your anatomy that this person has hurt me. <laughs> the way, the way your, your, your body, even when you're in a gathering like this, somehow your body by itself is not going that area. It's going to this area. There's a program that is there. That's not, that's not, you know, and all these things can just seem like not important. You know, they're just trivial things, but they're not. If Jesus was not a king, if the life in him had not really taken hold of him, there's no way he would go to the cross. Even though, let's say, he got to the cross, there's a chance that he might have come down at some point. Because while he was there, they were still tempting him to come down. Because why? The devil, you think there's no chance he can come down? The devil will be tempting him to come down. The guy at his hand telling him, yeah, look at you, the king of everything. You are here. Well, he's still tempting him to, to see, oh, this guy, do you, how, is there still a breaking limit? So it means that Jesus did not just have the revelation of everlasting life. He was everlasting in his, in his soul. 
Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Um, so, the, this is a time when we, we begin to pay. Okay, time is up. This is a time when we begin to pay attention to the. Praise God. Hallelujah. Say those who, are, who have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life by the one Christ Jesus. Shall reign in life by the one Christ Jesus. Praise God. So the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. The abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Which is gift of righteousness which is manifested by the revelation of the word of righteousness to the soul is to empower the soul to begin to reign in life. Tell somebody, reign in life. It's time to begin to reign in life. And you know they have to preach it to us and make us know that, wow, this is actually an exercise called reigning. Which is subjecting Subjecting the outward man to the reality which the inward man is using. Mm-hmm. Yes. There, is no part, there is no part of your life on the earth that, that the word that you are getting and you are hearing doesn't have relevance for. That's what we are learning. Why do I know that? Because that is why the earth was made. The, hell, the whole earth, every aspect of it was actually designed that, so that a soul can interact with it. Yeah. Yeah. And when a soul can interact with it well, properly, with the right power, what will happen? It can yield increase. Amen. Amen. When the, the whole, in that Revelation chapter 5, praise God, when he took the book, he opened the scroll. Amen. They began to sing that he has made us priests and kings unto our God. That's the prophetic song of what is the content of the book should produce in men. He has made us priests and kings unto our God. And we shall do what? Reign. We shall reign on the earth. We shall reign on the earth. Because he has made us priests and kings. Unto, unto our God. Amen. When they appear in chapter 14, these are days who are redeemed from the earth. They, to be redeemed from the earth means that the, the earth, they've used the earth for its purpose. And they fulfill, they pass the exam. They have now been redeemed from the earth. Amen. So may the Lord help us that we will will constantly have the sight of, of our earth. The devil has stood in that place. Let there be a disconnection between the revelation we are getting and the what? And the things we are doing in the body. That thing is a great wall that needs to be broken. It's that, that's the interpretation of this dominion message in the scripture. The do, check how Jesus taught kingdom. How he taught dominion. It's yes. through a different. It's through this light yes, that he taught yes, the, the kingdom yes, and the dominion. Yes, 
His old teaching of Matthew, that Matthew chapter yes, 6, yes, where well, I started with the Lord's Prayer. Remember this yes, Lord's Prayer? Yes, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth. That's it, as it is in heaven. So kingdom coming is the will being done on the earth, as it is in heaven. And he went on to teach. He now began to teach about the light of the body, yes, the eye and all that. Then later, take no thought for your life. Yes, what you eat, what you drink. Then seek you first the kingdom. And his righteousness. Yeah. And then all these other things that are sufficient for the day is the evil. It was, this was Jesus' kingdom teaching. Yeah. Yes, teaching about the kingdom. Yeah. Means that the kingdom, dominion, has to do with what you do with yeah. your earth. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. What you do with your earth. Is that, that's your task. If you can t- think, think of your own task as a person, a Christian, a child of God, your task is, can I, the earth that has been given to me, yes, in terms of my own jurisdiction, yes, sir. Yes, sir. is, can I bring the life of God? Mm-hmm. Can I bring the life of God yeah. to manifest yes, in the sphere that God has given unto me? In doing that, you're not doing that for the sake so we can just shine light of, no, 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 like, what did Jesus do in that and him? He ended up on the, on the throne. Hmm. Sit down on the throne. Hmm. It was just very simple, humble life. Are you getting But it's that life of Jesus. That life of Jesus. There was no sphere in terms of the jurisdiction of earth that was given to him. That has not, the dominion of God had not found expression. In. And it didn't, it didn't happen by him fighting. No, 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 you, I'm the king here. No, no, not that. That's not the, that's not the way. Are you seeing this? And when he sat there, he's waiting for his, his, the rest to come. So he that overcome will I grant to sit with me on my throne, even as I overcame. And I sat with who? With my father on his throne. That place is your portion. And the way to that place, it will become manifest to you. Let's just begin to thank God. Pray this way. Sabara <laughs> <laughs> 
In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name. Our Father, we thank you tonight. Thank you because you have the purpose of this word, Lord. You say we should guard the loins of our mind, be sober. We should hope to the end for that grace that will come at the revelation of Jesus. Father, we are asking that let every heart, Lord, gain access to the grace that we need. Amen. The grace for fruitfulness Amen. in Christ and in God. Amen. Father, I pray that you begin to endow every one of us, Lord, with that posture. Amen. The posture of heart, Lord. To allow your life to become manifest in the flesh. Even as it was with Jesus. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we ask that you take this word and use it. And reinterpret it accurately to our hearts, Lord. The way you will have it sit within us. And Father, we thank you for everyone who feels... Inadequate, Lord, to, to meet up with this standard. Lord, as you said to Paul, he said, My grace is sufficient for you, but my strength is made perfect in your weakness. May such hearts begin to find a different sufficiency Amen. of strength that comes from you, O God. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you. We give all the glory to your name, Amen. Lord. May the part of the Spirit, the way of the Spirit, the way of walking, open up more to our souls. Amen. Thank you, our Father. You, we give glory to your holy name. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Praise God. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth.